The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR, 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers, other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. Triple looks good. Kendall looks good. I'm sure Nick is looking good. When we bring him on, he's going to be looking good because this is what kind of show we do. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for joining us here at Laugh and Learn. Today we have some topics. And Ooh, some we've got some topics. Subjects and yes. some things to talk about. How was your week, Lauren? Ooh, well, the week last week, it was a little hectic. It was a lot going on. But overall, thankful it's over and lessons learned and we're moving on, right? What did you do on Friday? 
On Friday, well, I was actually with you. Oh my goodness, what were we doing? We were shooting <laughs> a, a bit of a parody video, and we did a promo shoot for a possible upcoming tour that you're going to be doing with a healthcare foundation. That's the truth. That's the truth. Did y'all see the pictures on IG and on Facebook? I had they had dressed me up as a man in a tuxedo. <laughs> Let me tell you how expensive it is being a man. I'm gonna stay a girl because <laughs> that tuxedo cost about seven hundred dollars. Not that much. It was it was about five hundred dollars. It was five hundred because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see the because we baby. had to get everything. Oh, that's right. We got the COVID discount. Yes, we did. We We bought everything but draws. Because y'all know I won't wear no draws at all. We had to get everything. Shoes, bow tie, (laughs) the socks. Everything was Calvin Klein, though. Did I look dapper? Y'all know who I look like? I look like the little white boy from from Pet Cemetery. Remember the little white boy that got hit by the truck? I didn't get hit by a truck, (laughs) but I look like the little white boy. Thank you guys so much for joining us here at Laugh and Learn. We appreciate you, Flame Mets and Firecrackers and Vouchers. We're going to bring in my partner, Nick Smith. We're going to bring Nick in. Where you at, Mr. Smith? Looking handsome and fly. There you are. Hello, handsome Nick. <laughs> you know, you got to go back to why you didn't have underwear. That's I, I'm stuck on that part. You uh, were talking it about. wasn't needed. It wasn't needed for the situation. Uh, I'm not the only one on this live that don't wear underwear, Nick Smith's news. I've seen you, know you in your gray jogging pants working out and running. What's all Ooh. that shit moving? Ooh. You know what? This is the wrong show for that. This is not you know what I'm This me. This ain't the wrong show. It's me. This is my show. You know, it's me. <laughs> but you, you know what, though, uh, Flame, I, military, you just wear boxers. Like, I know guys who wear, who, who wear briefs, but I'm, I'm just a boxer guy. I'm a boxer guy, so just that simple. Yeah. Uh, you don't even wear boxers when you have one of those great joggers. You have oh. absolutely nothing on but life. Life <laughs> you and <know> experience. <laughs> Lauren, please help me shift that subject, please. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, we're going to shift a little and officially start the show, shall I, we? I did actually shift when I had those tight-ass pants on. <laughs> I had to shift quite often, let me just say. So since we were talking about free-balling, that was no, how we started the segue. conversation. What was, uh, what was, Nicholas brought up a very interesting topic this week that we wanted to discuss because yeah. we got into a huge discrepancy about this. And what was it, Nicholas? We were talking about because you cook for the holidays. I said, I, "Oh, fine, I cook every day." You cook, and and you were doing. I said, "Oh, you know, this year, um, what are you doing?" Blah 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 blah. And you're like, "Oh, such and such." I said, "You know what? Ha ha ha! My mother washes her meat flame." He <laughs> And flame was like, "You're supposed to." I said, "You are." Flame, you flame. Wait a minute, flame. You know better. And flame was like, "Uh, Nicholas, you wash that meat." And I said, you know what? This is a perfect conversation for Laugh and Learn. I want to know what people out there are, are doing. So, Nicholas, because do you seriously not wash your meat before you prepare it to cook it? Yeah, because you all have read the same things I have. So I don't want to sound like, I, I think, I, yeah, we all are reading the same things. We know that the the food guidelines are to not wash because that causes cross-contamination. Like, we we... We all know this, right? Flamets, somebody help me. You all <laughs> have you to you you You're not going to get no help on this. Get him, Lord. Get his no, ass, No, because, Lord. I mean, I cook too. Cooking is actually th- very therapeutic for mm-hmm. me. And what I do is I take my chicken, I rinse it a little bit, then I put it in a pan, and I even put some vinegar on top of it to really kill whatever still might be there. You've got to rinse. you got to do something to it. you got to kill that stuff. You just put Ooh. it in a pan and cook it? Just, yeah. Uh, no. You, yeah, the it, it's it's actually it's actually it, you're you're not supposed to. That's the idea that uh, if, uh, you're you're not supposed to wash beef, chicken, po- uh, and pork. Yeah, uh, but but hey, I grew up in a house where my mother did that, and she. But I also grew up in a house where she used to keep 
cans of grease on the stove, you all. So it, it was, it, I grew up in a very different situation. No, so, you yeah. grew up in a very black house because there was two <laughs> different cans of grease on the stove. There was one for the, the steak and chicken and there was one for fish. There was always a separate can of grease that you could reuse for fish and different. And washing the meat don't mean putting it in the washing machine and put some gain no. on it. Washing the meat means rinsing it off until you rinse all the film and the slime off and then you season it. And we'll, now, let me go back to this washing the meat thing because, see, all this salmonella and E. coli shit started in the, the late 90s, early 2000s. In the 70s, we washed our chicken wings that you could get for $5 a bag. It was a lot cheaper. <laughs> wa- ain't nobody had no salmonella. Ain't nobody had no E. coli. Wasn't no fucking coronavirus. All this is some new shit from washing your meat. See, you vegans, let me let me, let me me start. Uh-oh. You vegans and you, all you health addicts, all y'all running around here talking, so, oh, I'm vegan and I don't eat anything unless it was grown naturally. Ain't shit grown naturally. Let's start there. Nothing <laughs> is grown now. Everything has pesticides and whoop the doop. And I have a running standard joke with my au pair who is, if y'all don't know what au pair is, that was me being grand, with my babysitter who says, well, you know, vegans technically live 20 years longer than other people. I said, no, you get hit by a bus, bitch, because you're hungry because you can't think straight. I'm not going to be hungry. Yeah. We want to sound off on watching the meat because niggas, I'm tell- I've seen that study. But I never heard about in the 70s or the or the 80s about E. coli or salmon. This is all new, just like COVID virus is new. I think, though, too, just the whole idea behind E. coli and all of that, I understand this because also, and this goes back to just kind of touch on what you are talking about, the vegans. I think that what happens is uh, because now we have so many animals herded together that they're not doing the free range. They don't get to move around. Some are just bred just to be slaughtered. And because of that, they're feeding off of their own waste in some cases and situations that you you supposedly, you want to eat food that has been free range, that has been allowed to move around, uh, grass fed so that they, they're not just raised in a pen and slaughtered. Yeah. That, and, that's the idea. And, and then that's sometime that... they're being pumped with hormones too because you think the bigger the chicken, the more appealing it is for folks. So you're ingesting that into your body too. So I am, we are an organic household. Anything organic, that's what we're getting because we know it's hormone-free, non-GMO, all those good things. That's the natural way to eat. Okay. I just have one question I want to ask. What's the <laughs> difference between a cage-free egg and this egg? Because guess what they both going to get done? Cracked and put in some, salt, some butter and some salt and pepper. What's the difference supposedly flame a happier chicken lays a healthier egg that that supposedly seriously that that a chicken that is raised humanely is is a healthier chicken and that you'll even feel better eating something that uh had had a had a quality life and it tastes different too i'm not even gonna lie when i eat organic uh chicken versus regular chicken i can i can taste the difference oh so mad cow disease is because y'all got too many cows in one little thing and they all mad so is that what mad cow disease (laughs) i'm asking a question i'm asking for a friend you know what (laughs) and flame like you always do encourage our flame mess i'm not making this up you really are not supposed to i'm not making this up people um i i've 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 yeah, I'm just not. I'm really not. I'm not coming out of left field with this one. It's like, I need, I need a mad cow. A what the hell is a mad cow? Ain't no damn mad cow. If they mad, it ain't no grass. That's the reason they're angry. There is no grass. They're eating that bullshit. Uh-huh. They, eat, they eat a, You know, one of the things we were talking about, there were a couple of things that are happening this week in the news that we were talking about, the three of us offline, that we said, you know what? We really want to make sure that we introduce it today and laugh and learn so that the flame mats and everybody else could sound off. One of those is the thing 
thing that happens to lead the newscast today, um, the PPP loans. Um, it looks yeah. like uh, Congress has come to a deal to actually uh, move forward with assistance for people who have been struggling. Uh, millions of Americans, as we know, um, have been struggling both uh, professionally and then at home as well. And it looks like relief may be on the way. $600. That's That's not, that is not That's relief. Nothing. Yeah. That is kiss my ass money where the government, they love this administration, loves to holler that America is the greatest country on the planet. And England and um, Canada have been giving their people three, two and three thousand dollars a month since this pandemic hit. We got a mm-hmm. stimulus check in April and now it is December and they have agreed on six hundred dollars. Do you know how many people are hungry and standing yeah. in lines for food and kids will not even have a Christmas dinner. And I'm not talking about the traditional turkey dressing. I'm right. talking about zero, zilch. Yeah. The food right. banks are I'll, overwhelmed too and they're saying that they need help even providing that for folks. So Yeah, and as we, because I know we're going to open this up for people to actually sound off, but just to make sure everybody understands that this uh, bill that was passed by Congress or Congress has agreed to a, a $900 billion COVID relief bill. Uh, it took eight months to reach that agreement. What it does not include, um, Democrats did not get state and local funding for testing. They wanted to be able to get more funding so that they could test more people. But Republicans also did not get that protection from lawsuits. They wanted to block the ability to sue your employer if you got sick because some employers do tend to, are are intending to force people to come back to the office. They're like, you know what? This remote work thing is not as productive for us. We need you back in the office or we want to get rid of you. $600 uh, per person, $2,400 for a family of four, $300 per week and federal unemployment benefits will be continued. $248 $248 billion for small business loans, and we do know that so many of these small restaurants and independent businesses were suffering, and $25 billion in rental assistance. So it looks like there will be some assistance for those who were on the cusp of possibly uh, being evicted. We just don't know when this money is actually going to roll uh, out. The, the eviction starts on the day after Christmas, so yep. enjoy Christmas because evictions start December the 26th. They can put you out the day after Christmas. Yeah, we're going to sound off. We want y'all flame to come in and give mm-hmm. us your opinion because $600 is ridiculous money. Do you know? I got a light bill that's $600 right now. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and Flame, you and I were talking about also, in addition to that uh, <clears throat> $600, there are some groups that actually did pretty well. Hmm. So yeah. Lots. We're going to hit that. We want to get some of these flame in here to talk about that whole $600 because some people didn't even get the first go around the money. See, that that's the mm-hmm. issue, the way they, they put it out. Some people didn't even get the first $1,200 that we were promised. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I want to hear everybody sound off. Remember, if you want to sound off with flame, throw those flames in the comment so that we know that you're ready and that microphone is hot. And be All ready because right? Kim Joy might show up if you're not ready. We're going to come back <laughs> to you, Nick. If you haven't met Kim Joy, she's a blocking bitch. <laughs> I'll block you. I don't care. But baby, I'll block you. Lauren, what do you think about that? Because, Lauren, you, you work... For HF, you yeah. work with a lot of people who are um, not misfortunate, but are not poor. What's the word I want to use? Just I underprivileged. Mean unhoused, yeah, yeah, underprivileged. So, yeah. what what do you think about that? Um, I think it's unfortunate, but are we surprised by this? I mean, I saw a CBS News report that came out yesterday that said Ronald Reagan's idea of keep allowing the rich to get richer and that it'll trickle down to the poor. Fifty years later, they're finally realizing that that's not a good you know, ideology to have. Mm-hmm. It took them 50 years later to realize allowing the rich to get richer and it'll trickle down is not going to actually work. 
So to see things like this happening, yes, it's unfortunate, but are we surprised anymore? They don't care about us. Every other country in the world, Japan is giving their citizens 100% relief. Germany, all these different places. America is the only country that's been operating at zero for the past eight months of not giving their citizens any relief. America is the only one. The greatest country on the planet? The greatest country on the planet is the only one not actually providing relief to folks. Isn't that something? Uh, well, then let's go back to your voting. Y'all, while we voting out some of these re- Republicans, we can vote out some of these Democrats, too. They've been in their positions just a little bit too long. But that actually goes back to, I will say, is the Georgia runoff race and why it's so important. Warnock is winning, by the way. I, oh, I'm sure. People Ossoff can't stand Leffler. I'm, he is. He's going to have to climb a little bit. But after Leffler took that uh, photo with that KKK member, it was a wrap for her. That but don't mean y'all we ain't won. It's not over to the fat lady. Said, we got the fat bitch on stage. We just yeah. ain't got a big ass up in this dress yet. So still yeah. vote. Still get to the polls and vote. We're going to bring some of y'all in because we want to know exactly how you feel. Mm-hmm. And with these PPP loans, you know who got over like a fat rat? <laughs> Mega churches. Oh, and Pastors. Kanye West. How much did Kanye get? $2 million. So all I got to do is put on a red hat and go to the White House and say that Donald Trump was the greatest man on the planet, the greatest president ever, and I get $2 million? Pass me my goddamn... I got on a red hat right now. And apparently that's what, helped, that's what helped kick him over to his billionaire status, his taxpayers' money, so it's not interesting. Mm-mm-mm. Isn't that interesting? Mm-mm. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling you guys now. Y'all got to start making smarter decisions. Critical yeah. thinking is for yourself. I, I, we, I can say what I want to say and think how I want to think, but the decisions you make are your Ooh, own. Let's talk to T.T. Jan. T.T. Jan, <laughs> so we, we need you in St. Louis. And I know you know some people who are hurting and yes. having a hard time right now. What is $600 in about a month going oh to do? Because it ain't coming until the the third week of January or something like that. Yeah, because they're, they're voting know, on it right now. So hopefully it actually gets passed. They haven't even right. solidified right. it yet. Right. Right. So it's not even any fine print to even read because they're still yep. putting it together. Um it's not going to do anything for anybody's household because folks are so behind in their bills. You know, I, I do want to say thank you to the food pantries because it seems like they're on every corner, but when it comes down to your utilities, uh, your gas and just being unemployed, it's not going to do anything. And they, they kept out small restaurants. So I don't understand, um, why that happened, um, you know, also, uh, it's not as much to go around this time because the churches, as I told you guys, that's the reason they can keep this crazy rhetoric up is because the Republicans had them in their mm-hmm. back pockets, you know, and now we're seeing it and it just didn't happen with them, but they are the first to fine-tune this. So now that the covers are being pulled off by the chance time that anybody else can start getting in line to do the same thing, it'll be a wrap. But Joe Osteen, Kenneth Copeland, uh, Paula White, and the list Mm -hmm. goes on. You know, last time we spoke, some of the folks on the line were like, well, you know, some of these people write books. And I'm not putting all religions under one umbrella because we know the T.O. is different for different religions. You know what I mean? But pastors are not selling books to buy planes. They're just not selling enough books to buy pl- private planes. 
And now these white churches are getting together, putting up these fake universities, which is another way to get federal yeah. I'm money. not understanding why they got a PPP you know loan I mean? and they don't even pay taxes. Make that make mm-hmm. sense to me. What the churches who don't right. pay taxes, why would you it, get it taxpayer money? It's it like how many times did you tithe for the but year? The, and you right. know what? It just provides another avenue where they can hide revenue and it be funneled the way they want it to be funneled. But I was done with Joel when he didn't let the people in during the hurricane. And he was like, well, no one asked me. Well, if you have a stadium and you're housing these people every Sunday, nobody should have had to ask you, can they come in out of the rain and stay in the building? You know what I mean? So I'm not completely I'm not completely shook by this this information. But again, I think we have to be responsible for our own households. Do things that make sense mm-hmm. in your own household. No, six hundred dollars not gonna change a lot, but make it work for you because that's just what you're getting. You know what I mean? Think about the people who have college students home. You know, they're still dependent upon their parents, but they don't, they're not giving us anything for those those people. And those people are, are adults. They hmm, eat more than it. anybody. <laughs> you know, now that you're at the office, they're, they're at home with every light on at the house. You know, so it's not fairly just at all, at all, but they're only given just a little bit to make it look like they're trying to help. But as far as it getting to your household, you're going to have to move that around the way you see fit in your household. No, it's not coming with any dreams for tomorrow. It's just $600. And what is that going to cover is the real question. Because whose rent is $600? No. A grocery bill can be 300 easily. Here's my big. Here's my biggest fear. Here's my know. biggest fear that they're going to come up with a new law saying that the only way that you can get to 600 is if you take the fucking vaccine. I will never get that 600 because I will never take the vaccine. Yeah. Well, well that, that wasn't a today, part of the fine today. print, but one of but one of the reps did make mention that if you took the vaccine, that you should get an additional three hundred. Now, again, I, they're not going to put. I don't think anything that new in this pot, but this pot, like you said, it's it's still in the makings. So it's not like oh, we didn't read the fine print because they're still putting it together nothing has jailed you well know i think what I for mean? this instance specifically um, the reason why they actually came to an agreement one is because they wanted to avoid a government shutdown that's the first thing and two right. republicans didn't want to be blamed right. for the shutdown and then that also i think trickled down over to what is happening with purdue and loffler they didn't republicans didn't want to be blamed for it right so this isn't really about the american people that and the good correct. of the people this is really just about republicans not looking bad and, and holding ni- on to senate seats that's the nice way of saying that's it because yeah. re- the truth is they didn't want to be stuck there they want to go home with their families for christmas well, that's that the real truth because yeah. they was going to be stuck there right yeah now now, now that's that's probably more <laughs> the truth true yeah. but they know mitch is mitch is such a politician he knows you know he's got that resting <laughs> bitch face by nature but he knows he knows that you know this election this campaign in georgia yeah. could break him yeah. in pieces you know, at the end of the day, the man is sitting on a hundred. So these are valuable tick ticks for him and Lindsey oh, Graham. Great. Let me tell you. You know, so you know, no, it's not going to shake the world up. But do what you can do with yeah. it. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I, everybody's given. I'm seeing 
some people trying to adjust their behavior just yeah. to be decent. Um, and that's refreshing because we're still going to have to meet the, the, the mental, spiritual and emotional repercussions yeah, of all. Jan, sure. we know, you know, you always bring a TT Jan. Y'all know TT Jan is the, the TT Jan is the auntie that comes slash you the 20 that the mama not supposed to know about. We love you TT Jan. Thank you, my darling. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides. Loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. Listen up. I've got a quick message for any black entrepreneurs who are planning on opening a store or who want to grow their business. If this describes you... Let me share some info about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training, and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 million black businesses initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Let me start with Joe Osteen. I used to watch. I used to watch Joe Osteen every Sunday morning. Really? I swear. But when I realized it was the exact same uh, inspirational words, because yeah. he had never been to seminary school, he was put in that position because his father went to be with the Lord. His words every Sunday, not mine. 
every Sunday, he says, when my father went to be with the Lord, how many times is your daddy going to die? I'm just asking for a friend because <laughs> the nigga only could die once. And that's all he ever talks about. And then they always come with this and send money, send money, send money. Now, I don't know him personally. I don't follow him because I know he's not a real preacher. He never went to seminary school. Yeah. I don't even think that he knows scripture. But that hair be perfect and he's pretty to look at. And yeah. he always brags on he changed that football stadium into a mega church. Mm-hmm. My issue was when they had that flood in the scripture, in the Bible, it says where one or more flock then the Lord will show up. They didn't say it had to be in a church, but when those people needed that help, don't tell me that you didn't. they didn't call you. You knew you were in Houston. You knew yeah. what was going on. And you were Open aware of what was exactly. happening. Exactly. That's yeah. bullshit. You just so chose not to do Joe anything. Joe Osteen, I, you, do you hear me pimping? You ain't never got one of my dollars, and you won't. Not one of mine. Yeah. I mean, and there's a couple other people on this list that benefited from these PPP loans. Wait, Lauren, since you got your, how much did Joe Osteen profit from this PPP loan? Oh, $4.4 million. $4.4 million. How many, all you parishioners that go to, what's the name, Lakewood, how how much did y'all get? Did you get a 20? Did you get a turkey? Did you get a bill paid? Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm asking for myself. I ain't asking for a friend. Uh, Yeah, that was him. Let's go to the Church of Scientology. Because, you know, Tom Cruise, baby, they got their own money. They didn't need y'all money. How much did they raise? $300,000. See, that was a low ball. They got their own. Baby, those people right there. I ain't going to say nothing bad about y'all. They show up at your house and shit in the middle of the night. Hey, Scientology. What's next? So who was next? Joyce, uh, Joyce Meyer. Meyer. She got $5 million. Joyce Meyer. Now, Joyce Meyer is another Joe Osteen to yeah. me. Her religion is the same rhetoric every Sunday, too. And I said rhetoric because every Sunday she talk about her father molested her over three or four years. Okay, girl, we know. We we know he molested you. We're sorry that you got molested. But damn, do you have to remind us of it every Sunday? I think that's part of, you know what a good church is versus a, a bad one is when the, the pastor or the preacher makes everything about them. That's not what you're there for. You're here. You're there to receive a scripture and a word to, to some enlightenment on your life. It's not about you. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that also shows to who, who are the real ones and who are the fake ones. Let's Feed just say me. That. I go yeah. to church. When I do go to church in Chicago, Mars Hills Baptist church, my church, my pastor, Reverend Clarence C. Stores and his beautiful first lady, Shantae Stores. I go for the spiritual feeding. Yeah. I don't want to, I yeah. don't need no warm up. I don't need the choir. I yeah. need him to deliver me a word. Cause it always feels like he's speaking to me directly. Mm-hmm. And that works for me. Yeah. Who else down the lip? T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes. Got Potter's $2 million. House. Potter's House. How much y'all get? You parishioners. And I ain't going to throw T.D. Jakes on the bus. But mm-hmm. baby, after about 20 minutes, the collection plates start going around. I be putting food stamps and everything in there. You wouldn't want me up in church. <laughs> I be dropping food stamps and everything. EBT cards with no pin up all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, they don't want me up in no church. I'll start some shit. And then we also got Paula White. She got 350000 Paula and- White didn't need no money. Because Trump had already paid her to call on the African angels. Bitch, did you forget you was white? The African angels was black. They weren't coming your way, sister. That's why he lost, because you called on the African angels. You should have called on those European angels. The nigga might have stood a chance, because we won. (laughs) (laughs) That nigga lost. African angels wasn't voting for y'all. It's hard enough for us to get black folks in America to vote. You damn sure know the Africans weren't going to (laughs) vote. And uh, last on our list, we have Robert uh, Jeffress. He got a $2 million first Baptist of Dallas. Now, I'm not familiar with him. I'm actually not either. Um, Nick is, though. Nick yeah. knows who he is. I'm going to yeah. bring you in, Nick, so you can tell us who that, who he is. But I'm still trying to figure out, if you don't pay if you don't pay state taxes, why would you get federal money? Well, I'm going to say this. I'm, we're we're going to be honest. This is a safe space. People might be upset by what I'm about to say, but I don't go to church. Wait a minute, Nick. Wait a minute. You. I don't go to church. No? I don't. Because I feel like, see, oh. look at Nick. He said, 
oh, uh oh. See, I told you. Honesty hour. We're gonna be honest. No, here. no, no, no. I don't go to church because I think as a child I went to Christian school and then in high school I went to Catholic school. So I've kind of seen both, you know, religions. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. say that. And I feel as though if I want to have a relationship with God, I don't have to go and pay a church to have a relationship with God. That's my personal relationship mm-hmm. and I can do that at home how I see fit so and my parents were similar my dad grew up in the Catholic Church so he went but as he's gotten older he got married he kind of had the same thoughts so I more so see myself as more of a spiritual person mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily identify with a religion now that does not make me an atheist let's be very clear oh, about right. that that right. is not what that is but I see myself more so as a spiritual person because I saw a lot of ass backward things in the Christian school and I saw even worse in the Catholic school like for instance we had a high school student that got pregnant and if she wanted to have an abortion they were going to kick her out so I've seen a lot of different things that have made me arrive at this place in my life to say I'm more so spiritual and if I want to have a connection with God I don't have to go tithe and pay somebody to enhance my relationship with the Lord just my thoughts. I, I, I love that. At least you know you know that. See, this is what yeah. people, because you're not wait, relying on what somebody else thinks. I got my own relationship with God. Y'all yeah. know, I tell y'all all the time, me and that nigga so cool, it's scary. Yeah. And when I say that, somebody inbox me, Flame, did you call God? In? Whatever relationship you have with your God, that's how, that's you. Mm-hmm. Me and my God are 100. Yep. The, any Bible to me, any in any religion, in any culture, can say three words. The Bible can be three pages for me in every culture. God is love. That's all I believe. That's yeah. all I believe. Nick, who is this Pastor Jeffress in uh, at the First Robert Baptist? Robert Jeffress yeah. from First Baptist of Dallas. Yeah, he's another one who uh, ascribed, signed up for and received uh, PPP loans. And he, from my understand, uh, understanding, like the others, uh, runs a church that, once again, um, does not pay taxes because ta- mm-hmm. churches are tax exempt. Uh, but again, when the need arose to pay his staff, because for the most part, people who work at these churches like Lakewood and other mega churches, they are actual employees. So as an employer, even though I may not pay taxes because I, as the pastor, don't take a salary and my church is tax exempt, my employees are on the payroll. So they, like other small businesses that were affected because parishioners were not going to church, they then said, hey, we need a loan so that we can continue to pay people. So he is another one of those mm-hmm. uh, churches that did that. But just to let you know, not all of them. Tony Spell of Life Tabernacle Church in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, had his own idea. He said, you know what? I appreciate the fact that all of you are getting these stimulus checks, but why don't you really give in the name of the Lord? I'm going to challenge you to give your stimulus check to the church because he thought that that would be the great. In fact, he calls it the uh, stimulus check challenge. Uh, so hashtag it. You hashtagging, you give the check that you're going to get as a stimulus check. That nigga you give is it a back pimp. to the church. Well, I'm going to just say this. And that is why I said what I said <laughs> right, right, there. right there. That is exactly why I said what I said. What's his What's his name? Uh, Lauren, I'm with you, though. I, I, th- I do think uh, that is Pastor Tony Spell of Life Tabernacle Church. Somebody in, in Louisiana, Louisiana need to put some voodoo so. on that ass. Because that nigga <laughs> trying to pimp y'all. And if any fool who gave up their money doing the dumb Jim Jones shit, don't please don't drink no Kool-Aid mm. at that man's church. Let me just say it. If you go to that church, don't drink no juice or no Kool-Aid. When they have First Communion on Sundays, don't drink that shit because that is not grape juice. Blame this moves in the direction of yeah. accountability which is another topic that we talked about there as well. Uh, We were talking about accountability specifically because you and I Mm -hmm. both being from Chicago, uh, I had an emotional moment earlier this week (laughs) uh, 
I do. I do. You know, you know, and we'll talk about that at, at some point, too, because I've heard some people say, Nick, it's OK to 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 tap into that and know that you are, you know, emotional about things. And others will say, no, Nick, you've got to be hard and uh, men don't cry. I don't know what to say about that, you know, but I definitely get emotional, particularly when it's something around black women, because I was raised by a black woman. So this woman mm -hmm. in Chicago, all that yeah. to say before I get long winded, before Flame Jones told me about that, there was a woman in uh, Chicago and, and Lauren, yeah. you Flame and I talked about this, how mm -hmm. much this yeah. bothered all of us because yeah. uh, she's victimized. Police. Yeah, her name was Anjanette Young, and this actually happened almost two years ago, and it's now just seeing the light of day now. It's getting some traction. Mm -hmm. But she was a social worker. She's 50 years old. She came home one night. She was in the middle of getting undressed from coming home from a long day of work, and the police raided her home, and it wasn't the right place. But when they raided her home, she was butt naked. They had all of their body cameras on, and they handcuffed her while she was naked and didn't waited about 20 minutes before they even put something over her. And even when a jacket was put over her, her front was still exposed. You could still see what was going on. Then another 10 minutes goes by. Oh, let's put a blanket on her, but that's not staying. So the whole situation, it was just very degrading. It was very disrespectful and just unacceptable to the point where even some people are blaming Mayor Lightfoot saying that they tried to bury this so that way there was no you know, repercussions. I don't know if that's true or not, but I have seen some reports saying that, that they tried to bury this whole thing. And this is Chicago. So Chicago, is Chicago. police is definitely going to try to buy her off. They're going to try yeah. to pay this off because they want this to disappear, just like they did Laquan Daniels thing. But let, let, we, that's a whole nother subject. Babe, that's, that'll get me emotional because they shot that boy 16 times. But... Mm -hmm. But Flame, this goes back to what you and Lauren were talking about, the larger yeah. issue of accountability, because we've seen this overreaction from police before. And we were saying that this is not about defunding. Flame, you were talking about that. You were saying that this is not about defunding. This yeah. is about reform. Well, here's reform. my thing. Don't put, if I'm raised in the projects, and we, and as black people, because I can only speak about us because I'm black, this is how I was raised. You may do another culture because you was raised around other people. I was raised around all black people in the projects. Don't bring a police officer that don't know, that's not familiar with the way we speak, with the aggression in our hands when we're speaking, to think that I'm attacked. I'm just speaking to you. It's just the way we are by human nature. But you bring somebody in who's a stranger who don't understand our culture, who don't understand that I'm going in my pocket so I can give you this phone number or I can write something down. You, you thinking I'm attacking you because you're a coward. They keep giving these cowards guns thinking that that's going to give them courage. It does not give you courage. It just gives you an ability to get away with murdering black people. I said what the fuck I said. And if anybody don't like it, you know I don't care. Yes, so don't bring these straight. You cannot be raised in whoop-de-doop Nashville, all-white community, woo-woo-woo, and then you bring somebody into my neighborhood to be a police officer who does not understand us. It's not about not accepting that I'm another person, but you don't understand me. Get, give right. classes on teaching how to deal with other people or put police officers that are familiar with those upbringings and those situations in those places to work because then they'll be able to say, hey, I know this guy. This guy is cool. Or I know this girl. This lady is nice. And woo, 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 she goes to work. She's hard. Because I see her. You know, you covet what you see. They don't see us, so they don't understand us because they've just been put in a situation because, oh, my Uncle Joe, a police officer, he got me a job. When y'all knew little Billy was crazy as cat shit, he didn't attack the mama, pulled a gun on y'all, but y'all give him a, a job as a police officer, a badge and a right to shoot me. That's bullshit. I shoot back. That's bullshit. <laughs> I'm just saying this is all about reform and everything because you and I were talking about Anjanette Young is unfortunately only one that we know uh, that about we have that seen we know in about. the last that two, two years. 
that we yeah. know about. Yeah, uh, we, we all know the story of Breonna Taylor, you know, again, in her own home. Again, these are all situations where we feel as though we're police trained differently, uh, we're a different approach because I, I think that more often than not, the message has been uh, turned into one that's anti-police. And that's not what we're saying as much as something has to change in the way that if you are in your own home where you and I talk about how that is the place mm -hmm. you're supposed to feel the safest, there's a problem when um, that isn't happening. And that more often than not, it's people who look like us but who I are But I think something too that we can touch on here is the the term of defund the police because our forever president actually got in trouble with a couple of activists a couple of weeks ago because he said we have to stop just saying these slogans and he used slogan associated with the term defund the police and some activists like uh, Tamika Mallory and Sean King were very upset by it and kind of came after him. In my opinion, I did understand where he was coming from because when I first heard the, the term defund the police, I was like, why would I want to do that? And I say that because my grandfather worked at LAPD. My uncle recently retired from being a detective at LAPD. And on top of that, I have a father who's a deputy chief for LA City Fire Department. So I have family, black males that are significant in my life mm -hmm. that are going out and putting their lives on the line every day. And so when I initially heard defund the police and I'm like, wait a second, why, why are we doing that? That's not what we should be doing. However, through more research and understanding what was going on and looking at these activists and hearing what they were trying to explain to folks, I said, okay, that makes sense. So the conversations need mm -hmm. to be had further than just the slogan. I'll say that in this sense, not to be anything negative, but the research, the conversation has to be had because when we just say certain things without following up with the proper rhetoric, it can go, it's not going to be yeah. re well received. Mm -hmm. And you and I both know there are groups that benefit from sowing that se the seeds of distrust, right? They want the fear or the confusion around uh, terminology. They want, so it is always incumbent upon us to do the research and learn more about whatever a particular mission or message might be. Uh, because I think to just leave it out there would indeed mislead. But we, I think, can agree as a community, there needs to be more done where the relationship between community and law enforcement um, is uh, improved so that it is not one of a uh, slave master, uh, oppressor, oppressed. You know, it, it needs to be one of, uh, of of a an engagement where where the community isn't afraid of those who are there to yeah, police and Yeah, and I think and we can kind of maybe take this opportunity to say what it means to defund the police now that we're talking about this. So it's really about reforming. That's really what this is mm -hmm. in terms of redirecting some funds. Because I'll be honest, too. My Like I said, my dad works for L.A. City. I'm not going to put all of his information on blast, but the... Uh, Los Angeles Police Department gets a significant amount of more funds than the fire department does. One, which is very interesting, right? Fire department, they're the ones that go out, they fight the fires, they're risking their lives. I know plenty of people that my dad has worked with where they've fallen through a roof because they're literally going into burning buildings. They're not getting the funding and the resources as much as LAPD is. So when we say defund the police, it's about reform. So taking some of those, the funding that they get and shifting or funneling them into other resources that need it. Like for instance, testing counseling for folks mm -hmm. or sending, making sure that you actually send a paramedic in when there's a distress call from somebody saying, hey, my, per you know, my brother, my sister, whatever is having a mental breakdown instead of you sending LAPD out and then them getting shot, 
you actually mm-hmm. have the funds to mm-hmm. supply somebody to come in with a medical background to address the issue properly. That's what we say when we mean defund the police. Two times they got away with it that we know of. Amber Geiger got away with shooting a black man in his own house. Now, let, let's let's go revisit that Amber Geiger, Geiger situation. The, the, the lady yeah. in Texas, in Dallas. She Who was, was a police convicted. officer. Yeah, she was convicted. She only got 10 years for killing this man in his house. He was sitting in his chair watching TV because she was on the phone with her ex-partner while he was in bed with his wife, and she was trying to get some dick from him, but he was not going to leave his wife. So she was frustrated and frazzled after working two shifts. She had worked two shifts. She was exhausted. She came home. She went in the wrong apartment her story not mine because let me tell you something about going in your own house if you've been living in your house for more than two weeks there's always a familiar smell in your own home you'll know if you was in somebody else's house whether you blind as three blind mice you know you in somebody else's house because of a familiar smell in your own home which and when i say a familiar smell i'm not talking about bad or good i'm talking about you smell you you smell your right. presence in your home. Right. She was lying. Mm-hmm. Then my issue was with the judge who came off the bench, black lady, hmm. and gave her a hug. And, and to me, she was saying, I'm sorry I had to give you these 10 years. When I say defund, when they said defund the police, I understood what they were talking about, but I didn't like the terminology. I am yeah. much better with the reform. But let me tell you who escalated this whole defund the police thing. People on the other side that made that tried to make us look bad. And then when some of these major talk shows kept repeating it and repeating it and repeating it, it kept ch- punching us in the face. So it's like, oh, we don't need the police. I'm almost afraid to call the police now if something happens to yeah. me because I'm afraid they would show up and shoot me as opposed to the perp. Well, for me, I actually nine times out of ten, right. I call the fire department before I call the police. That's what I do. I'm going to call my purse. Now, you figure that one out. It's called hand <laughs> jewelry. Please say it with me, y'all. Hand jewelry. 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 Hand jewelry. You know what, but Flame, this, you were talking about, they kept doing the message. This almost leads into our third topic, poor messaging, because even though we kind of touched on this last week, you and I, once again, we talk all the time and people need to know that. But, and sometimes we're like, oh, we need to bring this up because if you're feeling this way, Flame, other people are as well. And we were Ugh. talking about Jerome Adams. Ugh. You were talking about Nick. That's just, I, he doesn't do it for me for the message. Because I had said after last week, Lauren, <clears throat> quite a few people were in the DM saying, Nick, uh, no, let, let me, me talk say, to you about that vaccine. Let me say your ass You know, it, 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 was, uh, it was interesting. I'm going to say that. Because, um, yeah, you know, I will say this. Those who supported were those who either had older family members or worked in the healthcare field. And like we talked about, were just just a little bit more uh, in situations where they needed to protect themselves. Um, and then others were not as kind. But, but you know, so hey. you guys are unfamiliar you know, with who Jerome Adams there. is, he's the Surgeon General. He's the black guy who's been on the side of Fauci and Dr. Birch, who I've never trusted either one of them, and Trump the entire time. My issue is not that I don't believe that they will come up with a vaccine to help this, this whole uh, uh, COVID-19. My issue is that it's been so many lies, and I don't know what to believe, that I only believe what I know, and I believe me. Because, I believe me. And let, let's talk about the lies because I saw reports today because I'm not going to lie. I took a break from the news this weekend. I needed a break. So going back in, it was a lot of stuff I was catching up on. But today they're saying now that this COVID vaccine has technically been in the works for 17 years because they had instances of it earlier before. But 
it's called COVID-19 originally because this was the first instance of us seeing it. It was related to 2019. And then we had Trump saying this is Operation Warp Speed. It's the fastest we've ever developed vaccine. So which one is it? Did we start developing it 17 years ago? Mm. Or is it the fastest it's ever been made? This is what we talk about with misinformation. And this is why people don't trust the scientist at this point. Or actually, I shouldn't say scientists. This is why people don't trust the government. That's really what this is. It's not the scientists. Let me correct myself. And, yeah. and Lauren, I'm glad you, you said that because I think, again, this goes back to Flame's original point on messaging. I think most of us yeah. trust the science, and I don't want to speak for everybody else, but I do think yeah. that yeah. the messaging has been so so skewed. And one of the things we were talking about in the messaging is that uh, Flame was saying that don't when you do don't not, know what to don't do, do, Flame, yeah. you don't know saying, what to do. That's the safest thing. Don't do anything because you will make an erratic decision that will, can be crucial for your life, you know? And now what you just said about them giving an extra $300, are we for sale? An of extra course. for a fucking shot? Are of we course. For, I'm not for sale. And damn sure not for $300 now. If Jeff Bezos called me, it's going to be a little bit more than that. <laughs> hey, player. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> well, you know, this is not the first time our nation has been in a crisis for a vaccine. In our research, we were talking about this before, uh, and that they, there is an effort uh, to possibly discuss reaching out to different celebrities and influencers who uh -huh. could help to change public opinion. <sighs> Among them, uh, one of the articles that we uh, were talking about today that jumped out to us from Cron News in San Francisco, could Beyonce do for Corona what Elvis did for Epis polio? In the height of the polio epidemic, Elvis Presley was enlisted to help get people on board for polio. And is it possible that the world's most popular entertainer, Beyonce, could she, um, if convinced that this vaccine were a great idea, could she help Sway public conscience. Well, let me let me say this because I I don't want to attack the beehive because you know the beehive will come and shoot my house up. <laughs> First of all, I love Beyonce. Second of all, Beyonce is a mother of three. I believe that her and because and her mother Tina is seems to be an extremely wise woman. Mm -hmm. Beyonce not finna fall for no check. First of all, she doesn't need the money. She definitely don't need the popularity or the publicity. I think she's going to think about her children first. And the re the realization of that is, mm -hmm. I'm thinking about my children. I'm not finna let my children be guinea pigs because I need some popularity or some money. I think Beyonce will take the rational thing and just like and Beyonce is very closed mouth about what she don't want to talk about. I think she's not going to even entertain that. That's just some shit that they put out that they want her to do. I don't think she's going to even entertain that. I but, don't. But my thing is, that's not her responsibility. It's not. That's that's what really pisses me off here is because we have a, we pay taxes every year okay that's what we well, do not we, trump he only pays 750 well not not everybody i'm sorry <laughs> not everybody sorry. lord people, oh hold up yeah most okay. people <laughs> pay taxes every year and through our taxes we're paying the government and these certain elected officials for instance you know congress still made one hundred thirty thousand dollars within these eight months that nobody got anything we pay our money we elect these officials and then they don't do their jobs. Mm -hmm. And then we look to celebrities and influencers to say, oh, well, can you influence the culture to make them feel safe because we didn't do our job properly? No, I pay you for a reason. Do your damn job. That's it pisses me off. Yeah. It's not Beyonce's responsibility to make the American people feel comfortable to shoot this vaccine in That's our right. arms. That's right. It's not her responsibility. And stop calling on her to do everything when the government fails us. It's no different from people tried to call her out saying, well, what is she doing for COVID-19 relief? She was doing plenty for the city of Houston. She just didn't advertise still does. it. Still and, does. and is still doing stuff. Stop calling on her to fix America. Stop this, it. 
this of course fell on this of course fell under the umbrella because the numbers continue to rise uh flame and i talked about a passenger on a united flight united is what i take all the time um he didn't disclose he was positive um he's just getting on a plane or just felt just a little bit sick but had some place he needed to be um and he died on the plane so now united is trying to get in touch with everyone else who may have been on that flight because needless to say passenger drops dead on the plane for, uh complications to COVID. you of course have been exposed to COVID. That's, that's just a no-brainer and i think that it's a situation that simple uh that united is now talking about possibly uh screening people before they're allowed to board the plane because needless to say not everyone is going to be forthcoming about their own diagnosis if it impedes on what it is that they want to do. And California has reached critical mass, it looks like, yeah. uh, with hospital we're gonna, beds. Uh, we're going to bring you back in. We're going to bring in another flame to sound off on this. But we're going to bring you back on subject number three. So stay handsome. And I hope you got <laughs> pants on back. <laughs> uh, that, that, you know, Lauren, with that whole Beyonce thing and the whole celebrity thing, I hate that every time they think somebody gets in a position of a little fame or a little mm -hmm. power, that you're naturally supposed to be the spokesperson for what whatever you, community or yeah. whatever you represent. I love Beyonce and I love so many other people, but no one will persuade me to do nothing that I don't want to do because yeah. I think for me, period. But that's the unfortunate thing, though, Flame. You, In some ways, you're an anomaly because some of these folks don't think for themselves. Look at Trump supporters. Ugh, they don't think There's, at all. I'm just saying some people <laughs> literally look to these celebrities to be the one to guide them. And I'm just saying Beyonce as a black woman in America that shouldn't have to be her responsibility. It's just not. She has her own family, to your point. She's got her own kids. She's got her own family to think about. She shouldn't have to be thinking about the well-being of the entire country because government can't do their jobs. What is that? <sighs> that is the greatest country on the planet. Ciao. You didn't know? We live Ciao. here. Hello, my gorgeous Michelle. Hello. Hi. How are you? Can so, you hear me? We hear you yes. just fine. You loud, too. I love it, Michelle. Yes. Your hair is beautiful. Oh, I no, got my headphones we in. Want, like we want it on. <laughs> She's so let me, I'm prepared. Yeah, let me explain to you all who Michelle is. So Michelle is my wonderful UK correspondent because she's in London. And she always I keeps us indeed. she keeps us abreast <laughs> on what's going on over the pond. She always goes and tells the queen that I say hello. <laughs> tell the queen I'm coming over for some tea as soon as we get past this COVID shit. She said she's waiting for you. She's ready. She's got the pad all laid out for oh, you. Don't worry. Tell I want some of that jewelry. <laughs> so wait a minute, Michelle. You guys got a new strain over there. What is yeah. that about? Yeah, well, it, it's 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 um, the virus itself here has kind of mutated into they say it's a variant, and basically it's still COVID. However, the transmission is quicker. So basically, they're trying to say to us, we're back on lockdown here in London, and most of England will probably be back in lockdown by Thursday. But basically, they're saying the transmission from one person to the other is far greater than the actual original COVID mm -hmm. that we always lived with for the past eight months. So they are basically telling us to be extra careful they want to start testing students when they go back to school um after this christmas period because they want to see whether the students were either carriers or have basically had transmitted the disease to us adults or to members of people's family so everyone's back in bubbles where there is no christmas in london I personally feel that when they brought us back out of lockdown back in December, it was a wrong move for the government. Again, with a lot of mis-messaging, they want to please one sector of the, you know, the country. They want to please another sector of the country. And what it's basically bringing is 
the country itself is not listening to nobody and having a free-for-all, which there in turn has made the numbers rise. London never used to have so much number, you know, um, um, people with the, the, the virus or even just symptoms. And now it's everything skyrocketed. So I'm here in my house, been here. So we got put down lockdown Thursday. Every two weeks, our government, Mr. Boris, has given us, you know, updates. But again, you have no faith in him. He said that he's given over 50,000 people the vaccine, which is only part one of vaccine. It comes in two stages. So, mm. but then you still are not allowed to go out. You still have to be within your own sector. You can't go in pubs and restaurants, shops. Everything's closed down again back in London. So my thing is, they tell us one thing, they tell us to do another thing, but then a, a day or so later, they change their minds again. We don't know whether we're coming or going over here as a regular person, let alone I'm not a business owner. You know, I, I have a job, but luckily they've kept the furlough going until April 21, which makes me think for myself that they know a lot more than what they're really telling us in the fact that this is going to be a lot longer than just this Christmas yeah. period. Yeah. 2021 January February March even we could still be in another lockdown across the world I don't know about America but I'm just mainly speaking for the for England at the moment Michelle let me ask you a question didn't Boris test positive for COVID he almost died yeah but he had it he had it oh. back in at the beginning this was maybe around I don't know April this earlier yeah. on when we were in the lockdown and he when he did get positive and he did isolate twice because a few months back one of the cabinet ministers had a meeting and a few of those ministers got tested positive so he put himself in self-isolation but also in England what the problem is with here we have COVID but then we have this Brexit situation mm. where the government is not really focusing now on COVID they're focusing by the 1st of January because they have to make Europe kind of give us deals which we haven't gotten and Boris is kind of going in circles trying to sort us out with the COVID trying to deal with the European Council and trying to get deals done on our behalf and everything is a mishmash over here so the government is really not paying attention to us as citizens and Boris well, is a Trump supporter. Yeah, well, definitely, one hundred percent. Don't they call what? him like the Donald Trump of the UK? Is kind of his nickname. He's a, yeah, he's he's definitely a wannabe, wannabe Trump supporter. And I think that was a problem because, like most things, at the beginning of the lockdown, when Trump got sick, and then obviously you had your elections. It's really funny how after your elections in America. Us as England, we suddenly had the vaccine. Yeah. And then a week or two later, everybody else had the vaccine. I don't believe in coincidence like that. I think that everything was planned to see whether Trump was still going to be in office Absolutely. after, you know, the elections. Because he lost, it's like, oh, God, we have to now give the people the vaccine. They're going to have a new government in America. You know, Biden and Kamala um, Harris, um, you know, they're going to obviously be world leaders to be looked upon. So people now are kind of saying, you know what, we can't deal with Trump no more. We don't have to deal with Trump. We have to now find new friends and new favours. And that's going to be another problem for our leaders also basically trying to be nice to other leaders around the world because a lot of leaders forward Boris, I'm sorry, um, forward Donald Trump in his decisions around the world in the way they go in their countries and it's a bit of a backlash now and the people citizens are now you know facing the problems we're suffering people are dying you know this kind of <laughs> somebody just put in the comments and this kind of just was like a full circle moment for me um i don't mm. know if you guys have seen in the news reports that uh across the world they were saying it's going to be a dark winter for us i don't have mm. you guys heard that in the uk as well 
Oh, yeah, they've been telling us that since summer. They've already told us that our second, you know, wave was going to come around the Christmas time. Bear in mind, also in England, we had the flu season. So, you know, a lot of the elderly would have been, you know, getting sick because of one thing. And then also they're putting it down to COVID. Some of the statistics, I'm not sure whether it is flu or COVID. They never really tell us about, you know, the honesty of statistics, I think, are a bit too hit and miss. But, yeah, they told us about this dark winter from time, which is why I believe they know about you know how they were going to deal with the situation way back in March, April, May. You know they just kind of keep the societies just kind of wait waiting because government don't make decisions that instantly so quickly That's unless enough. there's a threat of a nuclear war right. or some kind of global you know um, destruction. They but sit, that- they have meetings, they they decide what they're going to do months in advance of telling us the you know citizens and the voters. I think that, you know? but that's my point, though, because what I'm thinking and what I'm seeing here is that they knew about the second strand because this isn't the first time I've heard that there was a second strand of yeah. COVID. It mm. just so happens that this new strand that's coming up is 70 percent more contagious than the original yeah. COVID strand. And that's what, so I think yeah. that's what this whole it's going to be a dark winter thing is, because they're saying yeah. it's only in the UK. I guarantee you it's already here in the US. Because oh, yeah, it's seeing, gonna... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's going to spread. I yeah. mean, they are only basically telling us now, you know, we've got the vaccine, but also suddenly now we've got this new strain. It right. is hitting people severely. But again, they're telling us just be calm. It's the, 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 If you get it or you get COVID, your symptoms are still going to be the same as the original strain because viruses mutate quite a number of times. So we just have to kind of, in a sense, we are in a way still the guinea pigs. You know, I like Flame. I'm not taking the vaccine. Mm, they sent me a letter me neither. about I'm it. Not taking it I refuse to take it. I've never taken a flu shot, so I, you know, refuse to take that. And just to reiterate what you said, Lauren, earlier, I don't think any former celebrity should tell any voter what they should do, whether take the vaccine or not. Even here in England, they tried that PR campaign with us. I was, I put in the comments. You know, we had a footballer, um, uh, Mr. Mark Rashford, he plays from, um, I think it's Manchester United. And basically, he went to the government, first of all, and said, listen, um, Boris, can you basically give the, the school kids, you know, food to eat during the lockdown? Because some people, there's starvation in England, believe it or not. You know, we're not a rich, a vibrant country, as people think. And Boris basically said no. So this young footballer, off his back of his, you know, off his back of his hand, decided, you know what, I'm going to do it myself. When he managed to secure funds for companies and food donations then the government jumped on board and I think that is despicable the government should have been there from the very off not have to wait for a footballer to come and say listen people are starving in London in England do you know what I mean yeah. Michelle we love you you have gave us some I'm information sorry. today yeah. I know what's going on over there it. and I ain't need no news <laughs> thank you my Michelle I love you darling thank thank you. You. stay safe Merry no Christmas worries. I will do and you bye you know what's <laughs> fucked up let me just say this I wish I feel at this moment in my life I wish I hadn't had children really to experience this because I don't know how to explain this for real to my kids so Mm -hmm. if anybody's out there your age even Lauren yeah because Lauren don't have any children as of yet no I don't wait until Mm -hmm. if you can wait until this is done wait until we get some resolution with this because we are just being used as fucking collateral damage even over in the in the UK people we are not we're it's showing us that we are nothing as people, not just black or white, just period. Well, if you don't have the finances, you're nothing at this point in time. Right, because they Cause got two different Thank ones. you, yeah. yeah. So that, that's what matters at this point. It's the rich still getting richer and still benefiting off of taxpayer dollars. 
and the government, uh, you know, unfairly. And if you don't have that kind of financial backing, you were just lost in the cause. I wish I just want the strain that Jeff Bezos going to get. Because you saw that the, Mike Pence took the shot live on TV last week. I was going to say, are you going to talk about that? Yo, I'm going to talk about that. Let me say, so Mike Pence took the shot last week, but then they had a video going around that said it was one of those retractable needles. So when the needle hit his arm, it went back into the actual syringe, uh, into the syringe not into his arm. He said, oh, I didn't feel a thing. Well, of course he didn't feel a thing. He never got injected <laughs> with anything. I'm telling y'all now, please think for yourself and pay attention to what's going on around you because it's some bullshit. And I know some of us like I'm just gonna take the vaccine so I can survive I can live you're not gonna survive you saw the nurse on TV they gave her the shot she wasn't even the sister she was a white girl yeah. they gave her the shot she about collapsed. two minutes later she collapsed right there on life I know they wish they could take that away well, and we didn't see that and what they tried to say was she had a condition where she experienced pain it caused her to collapse so my thing was if you knew that ahead of time why did you pick her to be on camera exactly, to take a shot to be on camera. if you knew she had a, a a pain. What do you want to call it? A pain tolerance syndrome. I don't even know what what, what you would whatever call that. they made up. Whatever bone spurs that. like Donald Trump yeah. when he didn't want to go to the military. The bitch had <laughs> bone spurs. I said what the hell I said. She ain't had no damn bone spurs. They fucked up and they let us see the real. And that's why I'm telling you when they see when y'all your eyes don't fool you. When yeah. you see some shit, believe what you see. Didn't my Angelo say? Yeah. What was her statement, Lauren? Uh, um. When they show you who, you, who believe, they are, yes, believe, believe them. Learn. Believe what they're showing you. Stop listening to, oh, this was that, this wasn't that. This was exactly what we saw. Now they send the people who don't even have allergies are having allergic reactions to this. And that's round one. Remember, it's two doses. Yeah. Baby, understand me. Wait, wait. Pray yeah. and spray. This is the year pray of praying and, spray. and spraying because <laughs> I've been praying all year and I will spray every bitch would come in my vicinity with Lysol, including everybody in this office because everybody get gets sprayed, sprayed every week. Everybody every gets sprayed. Lauren and I just had a COVID Thank test you. on Thursday and we and are both, both negative. tested negative. Yes. I don't know if the Lysol works. I don't know if it doesn't work, but I've been doing the same thing for eight or nine months. My grandmama once told me if it ain't broke. Don't, don't fix, fix it. it. I don't need no shot. I need a shot of millions, but I don't need no shot from no vaccine. And I think this can also segue into our last topic of the misinformation that's happening around this whole Russian uh, hack for the U.S. That's been going on for six months that we didn't know, know about. about. Big brothers, yeah. big brother are watching us and somebody watching them. But they say they didn't know. They don't need to hack us. Donald Trump yeah. has given them all the information they need to Putin yeah. because he don't want them piss tapes released from the prostitutes. I said what I said. Well, yeah, I think Putin has a couple of things on a couple of folks, and that's kind of uh, why we see certain senators like uh, Lindsey Graham kind of shift his narrative from 2016 to 2020. It was a it was a huge shift. Um, but, yeah, it just goes back to all the mismessaging I feel like is coming from the government. And that's part of the reason why, you know, there's a lot of distrust there yeah. in all aspects from not taking care of us financially during this, you know, pandemic, not providing accurate information for us the vaccine there's so many misinformations and then you know just what's happening in our country as a whole you know systemic racism is just constantly something we're faced with and then we get told things on the back end that there's hacking going on and we don't know anything about it yeah and we don't know what they've taken right that, that and, part and, and who's so been breached supposedly too it's just like everything else um flame it looks like they've talked about how it's it's a situation where they may have laid traps like Someone, someone used the analogy I thought was absolutely fantastic. You know someone's been in the house. 
You know they've been through your drawers, but you don't know what they've seen and you don't know what they've taken because you're not looking for that thing right now. So I came in Flame's house. I took uh, a T-shirt, but you weren't looking for that T-shirt. So you don't know what I'm doing with that T-shirt. And, and it's just one of those things where this is... Uh, grown into a situation where if it were not for the private sector letting us know that something had gone wrong um, that we wouldn't even be aware of it right now let me tell you what breaks down the whole government constitution first of all i don't know whatever you measure a man to be that's on you i don't know what everybody has a different measure of a man but with marco rubio with his cutthroat trying to get some popularity want to be in marco rubio should be voted out i don't know which state what state is he in florida, florida. Mm -hmm. he should be gone <laughs> they um, love him and what's the other one what, what what's the ted cruz oh can't ted stand cruz him either. the complete asshole coward ass Texas. man let they me tell him. you something i'm not a married person i have no intentions on getting married i don't want to get married because don't ask me for shit because i want to give it to you uh when he did when donald trump destroyed Tex ted cruz Cruz's wife in his Ooh. presence and then Ted Cruz said nothing and then turned around and jumped on the bandwagon I don't know who your wife is but she should have left you you would have never got no pussy from me not ever again you'd have been fucking that hole in the wall because I would never let you disrespect my wife or my partner in my presence and then right. jump on your team understand that you have to see people for what they are I don't like fence riding men period we got a lot of those even on CNN I ain't gonna say his name uh huh Van Jones but we got a lot of fence riding men make up your mind it's not that you're with us or against us but at least if you're in the middle we know babe it's one or the other because they have shown us that you can't be on this side or on this you have to pick a side they keep throwing us up under the bus Kanye Flame, West. I think I think it's simpler than that I genuinely believe you know we've all been in school I think there are people who are just afraid of the bully right like he even attacked Ted Cruz's father if you remember he said uh his father was responsible for killing Kennedy and we know that's not true but but the fact that he even said that on on, on the stage you know uh going back to Marco Rubio hmm. you mentioned Marco Rubio Marco Rubio was part wow. of DeSantis's uh mission to not encourage people to wear masks continue to gather and move in crowds maskless continue to bounce around and say, oh, no vaccine. Vaccine is until the vaccine became available. Marco Rubio, Marco Rubio is one of the people who took first in line to take the shot last I week. I hope they gave him the experimental shot too. And, and let's talk about DeSantis too, because I just want to uh, shift to that really quick, uh, Nick, because you brought him up and brought up some things that came out. He, there was a memo that came out last week that specifically said, let them get infected. Yeah. And yeah. once that once he received that memo, he opened up all the beaches, all the bars, yeah. all the restaurants. He intentionally inf intentionally infected the people of Florida with COVID. And that's why a report came out that said Fort Lauderdale is the most dangerous city in the country for COVID right now. Flame, uh, Flame, Lauren, we were talking about this also. If you notice, we're all on Instagram. We all have friends in cities that have a larger African-American demographic. We got friends who are partying their butts off in Atlanta, oh, yeah. Yeah. they're partying their butts off in Florida. And I'm like, wow, you know, and now mind you, I, I'm in Arkansas. I'm the only person here, <laughs> but you know, woo woo, turn up, turn up. It's just me and that Christmas tree, right? There is nobody here. If it were not for Flame talking on the phone every day, I'd have nobody to talk to. I really Come wouldn't. On, Continue to party in Atlanta. Just make sure you get your ass to the polls on January the 5th so that we can take back yeah. these Senate seats. There I you go. There and you as go. far as Florida goes, you know, I call that the Manny Petty State. And I ain't talking about a manicure and a pedicure. 
were. I'm talking about the men are pedophiles. Tons of them are. Most, a lot of pedophiles migrate. Not all, and not all of Florida is bad people, but a lot of pedophiles migrate to Florida because it's warm weather and it's lots of children, and they fucking love kids. And I'm telling you right now, I do not believe in my whole heart of hearts that a, a pedophile can be reformed. He can be changed. He can be fixed. None of that. I'm saying what I say. He can't how be we go, How we go there from the virus? How we, how we get there? Because y'all mentioned <laughs> DeSantis in Florida. Florida. You mentioned Florida. It was our fault. And if you we don't know it. who Ron DeSantis <laughs> is, Ron DeSantis is the mayor, I mean the governor of Florida. He is a complete asshole. He reminds me of Patrick the Starfish from, uh, 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 SpongeBob. from SpongeBob SquarePants because he's a complete retard. He one of them short yellow buses, Bradders, that draw pictures and then use the boogers to make the nose and make the eyes. Yeah, he's very that to me, rocking the shit with a helmet on and a bowl of cereal. And he does, he used his helmet for the bowl for the cereal. This ain't no dig at nobody who got special needs kids because I ain't talking to you. I said DeSantis. If you take it personally, bitch, we wouldn't even knew you had a special needs kids if you take it personally. So just take it how I gave it to you, goddammit. I'm you- telling you now, critical thinking and thinking for yourself will save your life. I don't need you to save yeah. my life. Critical thinking and thinking for you will save your life because I'm going to save mine and my children because I think for me. I'm going to say this because I know you're going to wrap up pretty soon. You mentioned how this is a difficult time to have children. Flame, you know, it's so funny because I feel like now we're sounding like our parents because my mother's father used to tell her, oh, you know, baby, it was nothing worse than trying to raise a child through the depression, Mm -hmm. right? Then my mother genuinely believes the worst time in history, Nick, was when we lost uh, Kennedy and King. Nick, it was just such a dark time. So every parent, I think, goes through this moment when they feel like, oh, nothing could possibly be darker than this moment. I do believe in this country, and I'll, I'll just close with this. I do believe we will get through this, and I do believe that we will get through this together. And I understand that we all have different opinions about the way to do that and how we will do that, but I see people leaning on each other in difficult times, and I do believe that the holidays bring people together. I am blessed to have you all in my we life. We can't get together. We, that's why you ain't there. at work, because we can't get together because of COVID-19. See, you go back. So believe in this country, but what about the 315,000 people who also, and counting, who have died who believed in this country? I'm, just, I'm speaking for them. You know, I what I would say to that, Nick, I just hope that the story, when it's written, of what's happened in this period of our history is written correctly. Come on, Lauren. Because I Come think on. a lot Come of on, times, Lauren. you know, we get these westernized European history versions of what actually took place in our country and how this country was started. So I hope that they write it correctly so people can actually understand what we go through. So that way, if we do have another tar- dark time in our history, whenever that may be, we actually have learned from our mistakes and are actually using the expert tutelage to do better for our country let me let me close on this and let you guys know that i appreciate you all following me here on laugh and learn because this is the the he the she and the we (laughs) what you don't understand is that this didn't even happen like this 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 happened lauren just was able to come and fill in and be and do such an amazing job and we love your energy lauren i love your youth i love your intelligence and she pretty to look at but what i want you guys to know is that what i i I say this all the time my motto is can't no bitch do what i do and i don't say that out of vanity i don't say that out of nobody else can do the job that i'm doing you cannot do it like i do it and if you believe in who you are as a person and surround yourself with people that will help you grow and think and just allow you to be who you are, Nick Smith and Lauren Hogan and Tribble and Kendall, because I'm me. I'm not changing for nobody. I'm not shuffling. I don't have to. If you, I don't come to you. I allow you to come to me. If it don't match, it don't match. 
everybody's not going to get along. It don't matter about gay or fat or black or white or straight. It matters that if we don't have nothing, we don't have nothing. And you're going to feel that right off. I, I ain't fucking with you. If I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. I prefer to say if I don't fuck with you, we don't fuck with you. But I can't think for nobody else. I can only think for me. The decisions you make today about your future will have will sometimes will give you a future. But if you make the wrong decision and listen to somebody else being segued by the government, listen to your mama sometimes because your mama ain't always right. Fuck what they say. Your mama ain't always right. Or you selling yourself out because we're desperate for money and they're relying on us being desperate for money at these times. So we're going to give you an extra three hundred dollars. We're going to give you another thousand dollars. We're going to pay your rent. Think long term. Don't think right now. Think tomorrow. And tomorrow is not guaranteed guaranteed to nobody but don't just think now think tomorrow ladies and gentlemen this is laugh and learn with flame monroe nick smith lauren hogan and of course the flamettes because we couldn't do this show without you all and of course kendall our cameraman and triple our producer we thank you guys i want you to know that we need you to care share the show like the show we ain't asking for no money we just asking for you guys to get it out so we can we want people to think for themselves. Yes. No, we don't always get along, but I'm the boss, so what the fuck I say go. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, where can we find you at, Nick? You can find me at Nick Smith News on all social media platforms. Nick Smith News. And, and Lauren Hogan. And I am Lauren Armani H on Instagram. You can follow me there. And y'all know where I'm at. I'm Flame Monroe on uh where am I at? Where am I at? Oh. Yeah. We are Monroe Flame on Instagram, Flame underscore Monroe on Twitter, and Marcus Flame Monroe on Facebook. And you yes. please subscribe to my YouTube channel as well as Nicholas's. This show will be up and running Thursday morning. It'll be Merry out. Merry Christmas. Uh, yes. yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy so holidays. please like it and share it before. If you've seen it now, just let everybody know to come in and weigh in and just listen to the commentary. We're not trying to change your mind. We're just trying to get you to use your mind. We're not trying to get you to change your mind. We just want you to use your mind. This is Flame Monroe. This is Lauren Hogan. That's Nick Smith. You are the Flame Mets. We love you, and we will see you next week. Peace, Thank you guys. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, God damn it. And if your Christmas ain't merry, change the name to Charlie, because you know this is a transgender grant. <laughs> so, Charlie Christmas. Bye. <laughs>
Vermont. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.